beautiful souls! Thank you for tuning in to the New Reality Podcast. Hi, I'm Madison. And I'm Marley. We are so blessed to be able to share what the Lord has put on our heart. On this podcast, we're here to have vulnerable conversations about living out faith and walking in fullness in the dark world that we now live in. As Christians, we want to create a new reality and exemplify heaven on earth. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. We are back this week with a new episode, and I'm so excited for this week because we have a guest speaker. Madison, how excited are you? I'm so excited. This is our first guest speaker, so I'm pumped. Yes, and I'm so excited about this person because not only are they big in your life, but they are also big in my life, and it has been such an awesome experience to get to know both of you, and so Madison, why don't you just go ahead and introduce us to uh, who's on and joining us this week. Um, who's joining us this week is Addison Day. Woohoo! All right, let's hear from Addison. So Addison, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself for the people who may not know who you are that are tuning into our podcast? Okay, um, first of all, thank you guys for having me as your first guest. That's an honor. (laughs) (laughs) But I, yeah, I'm Madison's twin sister. Uh, you'll probably get us mixed up all the time. Um, I'm 21. I just graduated my and got my associate's degree in pre-elementary education and yeah that's that's pretty much my life right now that is so awesome Addison and we are so pumped to have you on here and like I said you've been a big part of of my life and of course Madison's but you both have inspired me my faith so I'm excited to hear what the Lord has put on your heart and and this week we're going to be talking about healing which is so exciting to to talk about because you and I actually in this season have been really walking through emotional healing together. And um, so I'm just pumped to hear about uh, you talk about not just emotional healing, but physical healing. So uh, Madison, without further ado, why don't you go ahead and throw uh, the first question at Addison since you are the sister. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first question that we have for you is maybe just uh, share a story or an instance um, in your own life. Uh, that maybe you have experienced physical healing in? Okay, um, so I have had two instances in my life where I've experienced physical healing. And I'll go over the first one real quick. Um, So in high school, I played basketball and I had, um, I think it was my junior year, and I kept getting this sharp pain in my ankle. And, you know, it happened for a few days. I was like, oh, I probably just sprained it. Um, it'll be fine. But then it just kept on happening and, you know, weeks gone by and I was like, okay, I need to go to the doctor. I need to get this checked out. So I go to the doctor, they run all these tests and they, they're like, okay, come back later. We'll call you back and we'll tell you the results. And so probably uh, a week gone by, I get a call, I think right after school and they're like, Hey, Addison, um, I know we can tell you the results over the phone, but I'd much rather you come in person so we can explain it to you better. So just come on over as soon as you can. So I listen, I go to the doctor. Um, What's interesting is my my physician that day was actually my pastor's wife, who I am very close with. And so I was waiting in the the, um, doctor's office and they called me back. And then I was sitting in the room waiting for the doctor to come. The... um, My pastor's wife came in and she just looked so distraught and she looks at me and she said, Addison, I I don't know how to tell you this. And this is so hard because I don't even want to 
profess it over your life because I know God can do so much better. And so she said, but for medical purposes, I have to tell you. And so she, um, she said, so the thing is, is that we've run a lot of tests and we found out that you have a tumor in your leg. And she said that unfortunately there's only two options. It's either cancerous or it's a bone infection. And the thing about a bone infection is if that were the case, um, oftentimes you have to amputate the leg. So I was just, um, really, really upset and confused because both aspects were really, um, really bad. Um, and so I was really hurt by that, but, um, you know, I just, my family all gathered around, like people, my family from different States and everywhere was just praying for me and, um, praying for healing over my own self. And, um, so they had to schedule a surgery to drill a hole in my bone, um, and also to, to get the tumor out. And so, I go into surgery, uh, everything goes smoothly. Um, at the end of the surgery, they call me back and they say, Addison, I don't know how, and I, I don't know how this could ever happen because it was both horrible situations, both horrible outcomes. But they said, there is no cancer and you don't have a bone infection. Wow. Everything's clear. Everything's perfect. It's like you're brand new and you're healthy. Wow. And so that was just a, just a complete blessing from God and just, just a prophetic word of his power and his healing. And that's just a moment that I'll, I'll absolutely never forget. Wow. That's so good. And I love how, you know, we, we talked about this last week in this, in this scripture last week with Romans eight twenty eight. but it's, it's such a testament that everything works for the good of those who love him. And you know, God is a God of healing and restoration, and it doesn't mean that he always has to restore or heal what we want him to, but it's just so, like, it just makes you have this whole reverence for God knowing that he is that mighty, that he, his name is bigger, and that's just such a beautiful, beautiful example of how his power is bigger, and in the in the instances where it seems like, you know, there is no way that he could, he has the ability to make a way. Um, and so I just love that you shared that story. Um, but aside from the whole physical aspect of healing, you know, on the emotional aspect that, you know, I've, I've seen you walking through in this season, but I'm sure you've walked through it in the past as well. You know, uh, what is maybe some hurt that you've encountered or hurt that you are encountering now um, and how did you walk through that uh, whole healing process? Yeah, um, so I'll talk a bit about the healing process that happened in my past. So um, a little over two and a half years ago, I was in this really toxic relationship. Um, it was kind of my, my I want to say pre-Christ days, but I, I like I knew Christ and I, you know, I said I was a Christian, but I, I just didn't act like it. And, um, so I went through this toxic relationship and I, you know, I was so infatuated with him. I was so in love with him that I just tend to look past everything, um, the, the, all the horrible things that he, he did to me and that he treated me. And, um, and, uh, I just was so distraught and just caught up in my emotions that I, it was so hard for me to move on. Cause one day, you know, I knew that I was in a toxic relationship. I knew it was bad. 
But I kept just letting him hurt me until the moment came. And I was like, God, I need a reason to leave him because I can't leave him on my own. Um, And I just prayed that prayer. And the next day, God allowed me to see a picture of him and this other girl. And I said, okay, that's, that's the last straw I'm leaving. And so I broke up with him and then I was just sitting by myself and I was like, wow, I have no one now because I pushed everyone away to be with him, even my family. Um, and I pushed away my friends, literally everyone around me. And I was like, I literally have no one. I'm literally by myself, basically on a stranded Island by myself. And I was like, God, I need you. You're the only one that can heal me from this. You're the only one that can help me move on from this. I can't do it on my own. And, uh, just last year is when I got completely and fully healed from that. So it took quite a bit of time, but I, you know, it's very rewarding that I did get that healing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And I love how you mentioned the timeline that it took a while And I think, you know, something I'm learning in the healing process that I think I've mentioned to you as well, and um, it's just the fact that healing isn't linear. And I think that a lot of times when you're walking through emotional healing, it can be super easy to get frustrated with yourself in in the midst of that healing process because you feel like you take five steps forward and then end up taking like a million steps back. But I think it's as much as we have grace for other people, We have to have grace for ourselves in those healing processes and understand that healing is not linear. And it's okay that some days are bad and some days are good, but I think you and I both have been talking about this in the sense that, you know, it's okay to feel those emotions and there's such thing as righteous anger. There's such thing as feeling sad. Like those are all valid things, but it's what do you do with those feelings? Like, are you at the end of the day surrendering this to the Lord? Or are you dwelling in in those feelings? So I love that you touched on that timeline and, you know, toxic relationships as we know it. I'm sure us three could all sit here and talk about how how we've encountered those toxic relationships. It can be super hard to work through those things because you hang on to the bitterness. You hang on to the sadness. You hang on to these different emotions. But um, Addison, I think you and I both have... Um, just been realizing that hanging on to that bitterness and that unforgiveness um, really just prolongs our own healing processes. Um, So yeah, I just love, I love how you are so vulnerable about what you've been through. Um, And just seeing your growth is is incredible. But um, yeah, Madison, do you have uh, anything you want to add on to that? Yeah. um, So it was very interesting because Like, you know, Addison mentioned, we are sisters, like she's my twin sister. So seeing her go through not only the physical part of the healing with her leg, but also the emotional part of healing with, um, you know, this boy, it's because I saw her, I I saw her walk through those things. And then, you know, that, that was, you know, a year, more than a year ago. Um, And so seeing her now in the light of what God has done in her life, the prayers that was prayed over her. Like something that we often don't realize is that someone is praying for you. You don't know it, but someone is. And so, um, I know I was in prayer for her. I know a lot of other people were in prayer for her during that time and seeing how that prayer transformed and, and that she stepped into healing through that. That was just such like a God moment. And and I just 
like to this day, I praise him for what he's done because um, that moment brought her even closer to Christ. Like as uh, a person that was, you know, finding, trying to find fulfillment in a person to someone that's trying to strive and continue to strive to find fulfillment in Christ. And so it's just, it's just such a humbling moment. I'm very thankful to have her as my sister, as someone that uh, she inspires me in my faith. And um, it's just, uh, I, I can't, I have no words. It's just so cool how God works and how he's uh, continues to heal um, us inwardly of things that may have had a hold, hold of us, a stronghold over our lives for a long time. Right. And that's, it's so good. And I think it also goes back to what we talked about last week as well with God knows what's best for us. And sometimes that's stripping us away. And Addison, you talked about how you prayed that prayer that you knew you were in that toxic relationship and you were praying that God would kind of give you that final, like, Hey, help me out of this. And he did have your best interest at mind. And, you know, you were hurting and struggling and, you know, it was really hard, but at the end of the day, like that hurt is, it was used for that healing and it was used for you to become, you know, the person that, that God is calling you and has called you to be. Yeah. I, um, I am absolutely blessed and so thankful because oftentimes I I tend to ponder and I'm like, God, why did you heal me? Why in particular did you heal me? I mean, there's other people that go through these same things, but why, why me? And I mean, there's not necessarily an answer for that, but it is, it puts me in a, a position of just being in awe of God and just being so thankful and so grateful of, um, just who he is and just, um, what he's done in my life yeah that's so good and I think in those moments when you're like god why me and like when you when you get to the other side you have this reverence for god and then you realize that you truly are nothing and god is everything and his goodness and like you just grasp a whole new understanding of his mercy and his goodness and his grace so so that's so beautiful um so I think this uh transitions us into our next question so Madison go ahead and throw it at her (laughs) okay so what are um some things that uh have helped you through healing and coming out onto the other side so one of the biggest things um and it's kind of kind of a little bit controversial in a way um is just time and I know people hate um you know having to take time to heal but um it's just like a, a misconception because people think oh you know, when I have a physical injury, say you like sprain your ankle or um, break your arm, you you go to the doctor and they say, okay, you know, you have to be in this cast or you have to sit out for a little bit because it's going to take time to heal this. You know, yeah. there's nothing you can do but wait. And um, I think that, you know, it's the same thing with like mental, emotional, spiritual healing. It's because you have to treat it like a physical injury. You have to allow time for God to heal you. And most of the time we're like, God, just heal me right now. I can't handle it. You know, I can't deal with this right now. Just heal me right now. And God's saying, this is an act of trust and surrender to me. I need you to trust me. I need you to trust that I can heal. And I'm going to heal you in a way that is um, just healed to, to the fullest. If I healed you right in that instant, it wouldn't have as much power as you um, continually praying every single day for this healing because that 
That's what it does. It's, it pushes you to seek God more. Whenever you need that healing, it pushes you to seek him over and over and over again. And then finally, when the healing comes, when the time comes, you're like, wow, God, thank you. And you're so much more um, appreciative and, and just uh, grateful. So I think one of the biggest, biggest things is, is just time. Um, and, and, you know, it's really hard, but I think it's definitely necessary. Yeah, I, I love I love everything you're saying. You just have so much wisdom. But again, it goes back to healing isn't linear. But I think oftentimes the healing process, it is sucky because it does require time and patience. And those are things that I'm sure we all could say we struggle with, like having patience. But I think the healing process can be such a beautiful thing because you do get to walk so closely and intimately with God because we know that his word says that he's near to the brokenhearted and crushed and those crushed in spirit. And so I think it's like in those times of healing, we can have that confidence that the Lord is walking alongside of us through this whole process. And it's just like you, again, gain such a closeness with God on that walk of healing because it requires for him to strip you away of all of those things that you may have been placing your identity in. Like you said, like you had nobody when you walked out of that toxic relationship. Like you felt alone, but God was with you in that. And it it was hard because you were stripped away of everything, but it also brought you a posture of just you and God. And I think that that can be a beautiful thing because it teaches us a lot about, you know, ourselves in the process. And so um, that's so good that uh, that time for sure is a, is a big thing, but, um, what else has helped you? Like, uh, have you sought out community, uh, through healing processes or, um, like what else, what are some steps that you would maybe give people that have kind of helped you, um, during, during those periods of time of just being patient? What steps have you taken to be proactive in those moments? Okay, so um, I think community is a is a big part of it because you want those people that will, you know, pray on your behalf and help you fight your battles. Um, but another thing is just uh, fixing your focus on God rather than the circumstance. And because if you keep looking at your circumstance or keep looking at your pain and your suffering that you're going through, um, you lose sight of of who God is. And you when you fix your focus on God that's when you get the release and like you, you stop worrying and you stop stressing. And it's like, whenever you keep looking at something, when you keep focusing on it, it, it's too hard to let it go. It's too hard to move on from it. So whenever you just fix your focus on God and just, um, and in ways that I do that, I read my Bible. I, uh, look up commentaries. I, uh, listen to Christian podcasts. I surround myself in, um, you know, Christian, your worship songs, um, because what you hear and what you see has a great impact on your mindset and your focus. So, uh, definitely just, uh, posturing your heart towards God in the season of, of suffering and pain is, is a big thing. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Um, I love that you said that because a lot of times I think that we can become fixated on our circumstance rather than God, but you don't want those seasons to be wasted. So, it's like fixing your eyes on the Lord in those moments so that, um, you know, his strength can be made perfect in our weakness. Because a lot of times I think through healing or just anything we walk through, it's really easy to say, you know, God, I got this. I can handle this. But God wants God wants to intervene. He wants to intercede in those things. And 
So the only way he can is if we turn our eyes on him and trust him with our heart and with those those pieces of brokenness. But uh, Madison, do you have anything you want to um, add on to that as well? Um, yeah, I just, I think that honestly healing is probably, it's, it's, it actually is, you know, the thing that you have to put your faith in. Like you literally just have to be so persistent and just, uh, and it's, it's scary because it's like, oh, I'm giving God all this control. Like I can't do this on my own. I can't heal myself. And so like the more that we think that we can do it ourselves, the less that we're, we're, we're going to be farther down the road onto healing instead of walking to the path of healing, we're walking away from it because we're rejecting faith and we're rejecting God's power. And so I think that once you realize that, you know, if I am healed of this or if I'm not, or if I'm healed of this, not right now, that God is still sovereign and he's still uh, worthy of praise and that, uh, you know, even if, you know, he's still good. And so I think that's just something that, uh, we just need to continue to chew on and, and things like that, because I know how hard it can be to be able to sulk into your feelings whenever those uh, things arise and you're wanting it to happen just like a snap of a finger. But, um, and so, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. So good. Um, Addison. So along with that, um, along with, you know, these steps that you've taken, some advice that you've given us so far, um, have you ever had doubts within, within healing or, the ability to be healed? And if so, like, how did you overcome those doubts or those fears or those concerns? Yeah, I absolutely 100% had doubts. Um, I think most people would agree that when you go through times of suffering or pain, you're going to doubt God, you're going to doubt his power. um, Mm -hmm. Because that's just in your human nature. Mm -hmm. You, um, you always want to have things in your own control. And whenever you don't see anything happen, you don't see any progress. That's when you start to question God. And there's no, um, nothing wrong in questioning God because that happens at times, but you have to, um, just have an open heart and just actually examine the truth in your life, not just examine your feelings about the situation. Like I said, you have to look past the circumstance, look past your feelings and look to God And, um, kind of just to piggyback off of that, I want to share a verse in Mark five, which is an example of healing in the Bible. And it was, uh, about a woman who was subject to bleeding for 12 years. Mm. And, um, she had heard that Jesus was going to be in the crowds. So she went up to him and she said, if only I touch his cloak, if only I touch his robe, then I will be healed. And, I just want to stop there for a second and just say, wow, like what if we had that kind of desperation for healing like she did? Because oftentimes we sit back and we're like, you know, I'm just going to be passive. Like God's going to do the work. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to do nothing. Like he'll do it. But no, you have to put in the faith. You have to put in the effort. You can't just sit back and just be like, I'm just going to go around my everyday life and keep living how I'm living. No, you need to seek God daily. You need to actually put your trust in him, not just saying you're going to trust him. Because I think sometimes we say, Oh God, I trust you. But do you really trust? Mm -hmm. It's because we say, we usually say, I trust you because we think that we're going to get something in return. We're saying, God, I trust you so that you will get me what I want. When in reality, we should trust him, whether we get what we want or not. 
And um, so to, to, to go back to the verse and kind of to answer your question a little bit more is she ended up touching his, his garments, his robe, and immediately the, the flow of blood dried up and she was healed of her disease. And Jesus was looking around because he, he felt the power from his cloak go out. And he said to his, to his disciples, he said, who touched me? And they looked around and they said, Jesus, I don't know. There's a big crowd. Anybody could have touched you. And then uh, the woman, she he found the woman and uh, she was just trembling in fear and fell down on her knees. And he said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Like that, that in and of itself is so powerful because that's the biggest thing is you have to have faith. You have to have faith to believe that God will heal you. Yeah. Instead of being passive, instead of sitting back, you have to have faith that he will do it. And just to have that urgency of God, I'm not, I'm not going to stop seeking you until you answer this. I'm not going to start seeking you until you heal me. And that's just a testament again to God's power and, and, uh, to, just his caring heart to, towards those who seek him. So I think, you know, a big, really big part in getting that healing is just have faith. Um, even if it doesn't work out the way that you planned, just have faith that God will take care of you no matter the circumstance. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. Uh, wow. I like don't even have anything to add because you literally hit everything right there. Um, I just think that, like everything you said was just, wow. I, wow. I just, that was so <laughs> good. Yes. Oh my goodness. And I think that so often we forget who God is. Like we forget that again, that we serve a God that, that is so powerful and that, you know, no matter what the outcome is, no matter what the circumstance is, like he still is that God. Like he still is that powerful God, that loving God, that loving father. Um, and I think that that story is, is a representation of that and that he cared enough. Like, I love how you talked about that, like the posture of God's heart, like he cared enough. And, you know, even to go along with that, there was a lot of times in the Bible that, you know, uh, Jesus went and healed people um, who were considered outcasts, who were considered, you know, the lowest of the low. They, they were considered untouchables, whatever it might have been. And, it could have been the Sabbath day and he still went out and healed those people because he had such a heart for, for his people, no matter what their circumstance was, no matter what their title was. And so I think for anyone listening as well as, you know, God has that heart for his people just because you're hurting, just because you're going through something, just because you're living in this circumstance. It doesn't mean that God doesn't have that heart for you because there is a purpose behind that. And he will, you know, have that healing hand over you because he does protect and love his people. And so that's so beautiful. But to wrap this up, Madison, go ahead and uh, give her um, over the last question of this episode. All right. So the last question we have for you is what is your best piece of advice or maybe uh, a scripture or a passage for anyone out there listening that is walking through a season of healing? Um. That's, that's a good question. Um, uh, immediately what came to my mind is the part in scripture where Jesus is healing, healing a blind man. And he, what he does is he gathers some dirt. Jesus gathers dirt um, and he spits on the mud or he spits on the dirt to 
to form mud and he puts it over the blind man's eyes. And I, you know, I was watching a sermon the other day and it said, you know, healing is messy. It's, it's going to be messy. Like the, the time that it takes to finally get that healing, it's not going to be easy. And it's, it's definitely not going to be comfortable, but he had enough faith. He said, you know what? This sounds silly. Even though I'm getting mud on my eyes and Jesus is saying that he's going to heal me. I'm just going to trust him. I'm going to trust him. And, and it looks, I may look dumb. I may look silly, but I'm going to trust him. And then immediately the blind man was healed. And I think that's just a great thing to, to adopt in our own lives is that um, at times we're going to look silly for trusting God. And, and it may be out of our own comfort zone to trust God through the healing because we're like, God, I, I don't see any progress. I don't see anything change, but I trust you. And, and trusting God in the most uh, destroying circumstance is like the most true act you could ever do. And whenever you do trust God in this time of healing, he will reward you. He will heal you. He promises that. He doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't sit back and say, okay, I'm glad they're suffering. Like, this is what I wanted. They need to have this in order to grow. No, God cares for you so much that he's using this season of, of growth and healing to be able to, to j- just uh, bring you closer to him and just to restore your heart and, and then give you that healing so that you can be grateful and you can honor him in that. And um, yeah, I just think that, uh, biggest thing is, you know, have faith even whenever you can't see, because God will, in the end, um, bring you healing. So good. Um, well, Madison, Addison, do any of you guys want to add anything else before we, we head off uh, for this week? Um, just want to say praise God for the, for the healing that I've had. <laughs> yes. yes. Your growth has um, just been incredible, Addison. Thank you. Love that. As always, if you haven't spent time in prayer, if you haven't read your Bible, go do that. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Addison, thank you again for hopping on this week with us. We're so blessed and grateful that you have been our first guest. Um, I'm so thankful for just who you are and um, just our friendship and the growth. Like I said, your growth has been incredible. And just these few months, I've known you, but uh, just your story is incredible. Um, God's healing over your life is incredible. We are thankful for you. We love you lots. Um, so, and also, Addison, thank you for running our Instagram. If you guys didn't know, fun fact, Addison runs Madison and I's new reality podcast Instagram. So, Addison, you're a real one, but we love you so much. Thank you for hopping on this week. And uh, anything you want to close out with, Addison, as we head off? Uh, just have faith and praise God in the midst of <laughs> this time of healing. <laughs> and uh, I thank you guys for having me on here. And I, you know, I appreciate you both and just uh, having this opportunity. I hope to be on again another day. Heck yeah. All right. Well, we will catch you guys next week. I pray that this episode has spoken to you in your heart and challenges you to go deeper in your faith. 
be sure to subscribe, rate, leave reviews, and share this episode with your friends and family to help build community and encourage one another. Thank you for tuning into the new reality podcast and don't forget how loved you are.